Hey, and welcome to Epistle, a devotional podcast that goes through the New Testament one book at a time. We're going to pick up right where we left off in verse 22 of Ephesians chapter 5. For wives, this means submit to your husbands as to the Lord. For a, a husband is the head of his wife, as Christ is the head of the church. He is the Savior of his body, the church. As the church submits to Christ, so you wives should submit to your husbands in everything. For husbands, this means love your wives, just as Christ loved the church. He gave up his life for her, to make her holy and clean, washed by the cleansing of God's word. He did this to present her to himself as a glorious church, without a spot or wrinkle or any other blemish. Instead, she will be holy and without fault. In the same way, husbands ought to love their wives as they love their own bodies. For a man who loves his wife actually shows love for himself. No one hates his own body, but feeds and cares for it, just as Christ cares for the church. And we are members of his body. As the scriptures say, a man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife, and the two are united into one. This is a great mystery, but it is an illustration of the way Christ and the church are one. So again I say, each man must love his wife as he loves himself, and the wife must respect her husband. Paul begins pointing out specific examples of how Christians ought to submit to one another. And I want to just take a second here to point out that when we talk about submission and selflessness and the attitude of meekness that Jesus talks about in the Sermon of the Mount, these are components and attitudes and postures of our lives that are viewed as less than desirable in our world today. But if, I would propose to you here that if we understood them properly, the way that scripture teaches, the way that Jesus intends them to be taken, then they're pretty important, not just to our standard everyday life, but especially to our lives as Christians, as we seek to follow Jesus. He points out today, especially as we look at these particular verses, the unique opportunity of being able to, to submit to one another in love, as seen in the relationship between husbands and wives. And I want to just make an extra clear point to say that I have exactly as much time dedicated to both wives and to husbands here. It's not pointing to one more so than the other. But I bring this up to show that I want to focus equally on both sides of this unique relationship. Starting with wives, just because that's how Paul starts, he instructs that wives ought to submit to their husbands. To what extent? Well, Christ is your model. In the same way that the church, capital C Church, submits to Christ in all things, you ought to submit to your husband in all things. We'll, we'll see this when we get to Philippians chapter 2, but we see that Jesus Christ is the head of all things. He is put there by God. And in a similar fashion, God has made men the head of the household. And we see this all the way back in Genesis chapter 2. Now, I want to point out here and saying all of this, that there's a difference between being the head and being a tyrant. And in that statement, we look at husbands. And as the head of the household, husbands, what should you do? Well, you ought to love your wives. To what extent? Just like your wives, Christ is your model. Just like it is for the woman, so it is for the men. Jesus is the example. And this is the unconditional love that Jesus shows us. This is the agape love that is talked about in 1 Corinthians 13. And in, when Jesus talks about God so loved the world, this is the unconditional love that Jesus shows himself. And he gives himself up to pay for the sins of mankind. And in that model, 
you as husbands ought to give yourselves up to honor your wives more than just a literal sacrifice. This doesn't necessarily mean only physical sacrifice. Like I would die for her, but it also talks about sacrificing and surrendering your desires, your wants, your preferences, all so that you can better serve and love your wife. And in saying that, we recognize that surrendering our own will is an opportunity for us to serve our wives. And, you know, that's not a loss. Surrendering your will doesn't mean, oh, I just don't get what I want. No, that's not a loss. Taking care of the person you love and, and deeply cherish is never a loss. Now, for those of you who are looking at this passage and saying, well, I'm not really married. How does this apply to me? We still see the unique opportunity and the window into how Jesus and the church interact. And we see this in the relationships that we have with one another. And specifically here in the example of marriage, we see how Christ loves the church and how the church submits to Christ. This is the model for any relationship that is under the title of marriage. Now, for those, again, like, well, I'm not married. Does this apply? Yes, it still applies. And Paul will get into even more unique examples of relationships as he moves forward in this letter. But for us today, if we take a look at what we're reading here today, and if this seems unfair or imbalanced or not at all right, then I would propose to you that, you know, maybe you're questioning the Bible a little bit too much. Maybe you are trying to make the Bible say what you wish it said. And if that's the case, I would encourage you to maybe take some time to reevaluate your views on marriage. Thanks for listening to Epistle. You can find, follow, and give feedback on our Instagram page at E underscore Epistle. You can find all of the episodes for this podcast wherever you get your podcasts, and please feel free to share them with a friend. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.